The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but you know what? They make me smile. They make other people smile. And you know what we could use a little bit more of in society and life right now? Smiling. That's a good thing. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. It does not take a brilliant theologian to look around and go, yikes. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we are hearers and not doers. Maybe we should be doers and do what Jesus said and build our houses upon rocks as opposed to building it upon the sand. That might be a good idea. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. I mean, I just, you know, the Lord said do that, and I said, okay, so that's why we've got a radio show. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you, so here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, when you get in your car to drive down to the studio and you're about, oh, I don't know, three or four minutes into a drive, which you know is 37 miles from your house. You already know what that is. And your little flashing uh, light goes on in your car and it tells you your tire is exceedingly low. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, do you go forward? Do you stop? What do you do? That's the kind of stuff we talk about. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, any of those, we don't want it to die of loneliness. If you've got a praise report or a prayer request, we want you to be able to share the praise with one another, share in the faith so we can help each other in the burdens that we carry. Let's do this amazing thing. Let's do what Jesus said and be Christian brothers and sisters. What a novel thought. In order to get involved with the show, by the way, and if you want to share those things, or eventually when we get to trivia, all you got to do is call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770. You will get the chance to talk to Amazing Jen. Amazing! And with that, 
It's like winning a cruise to Hawaii, and then you will be... I really like the way that one went. That was really smooth. Uh, in addition to that, you can text in 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. We always do it in this voice also because we want people to know we're serious about it. 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can email David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. David at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you to the website. A couple of things to tell you before we send you there. I did let you know the other day and again today, tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you. Okay, here's the bottom line. Tomorrow, I'm going to be taking some R&R time. Noel has a day off. David has a, a manifested day off. We're going to take one, and we're going to spend the day together. Ha! So there will be a replay tomorrow. For those that don't know, just look on the website. You check out the updates. Also on the updates are the podcast links. Gives you uh, podcast links to over 3,100 hours of all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, why not? Additionally, the brochures. Brochures A, brochures Z. Check it out on the website. Tell us which one you like. And then never forget that on the website is a terrific place to give. If you've never given before, uh, we encourage you to do so. If you have given in the past, we certainly thank you for that. But the purpose is to work it together to advance the kingdom of God. That's our goal. So please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though? I need more. I don't know what it is. I just need something at the end of that. Like, doing. You know, if I produced it, it would be like 30 seconds long. I might like that, though. That might be fun. I mean, I'm just saying. We can't do it all the time. We can do it every once in a while. But the one-second ones are killing me. You know? It's just like, <laughs> bam, over. All right, we're going to pray for the audience uh, first. We'll pray for Ukraine in the second hour. But let's pray for the audience real quickly. We like to pray for people. Why? Because God answers prayers. So we like to pray them. See, that 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 works. So let's do that, Father. We come before you right now. We lift up the audience to you. We know there's people that are hurting physically. We lift up our sisters and our brothers to you, and we ask you to reach into their physical bodies and bring healing and strength, bring vitality and energy. Even in Colossians, it says that you're the one that grants energy, and we just ask you to be their source and their resource physically. Be Jehovah Rapha. And then we're also asking that you would bless our people. There are really a lot of people going through a lot of trials, Lord, but we're asking you as the God of comfort to help establish them in the hope that will help them be anchored in their faith. We just ask you to bless them and watch over them. We thank you for them deeply on an everyday basis. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, we're going to get into our teaching because it is just lights out some of my favorite stuff. And uh, about two weeks ago, we had Sergio, our really good brother in the Lord, asked a great question. We went to this text. It just so happens that we are revisiting this text in our First John teach. We are on First John chapter 2, and we're in verse 1. 
So here we go. Actually, we do have a read and ramble for that. I think. Do you have a read and ramble up there somewhere? Read and ramble. Well, I'm rambling, 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 There you go. Here you go. First John chapter two verse one. Listen to what John says. Remember, elder apostle hang out hung out with Jesus, Peter, James, John. He's the long term long dude. He's written uh, not just the Gospel of John, but First John, Second John, Third John, and Revelation. And this writings these writings take place in the ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, ninety four era, the AD era. So he's sixty fifty five post years from the resurrection of Christ. This is some big stuff. And here's what he says in chapter two verse one of 1 John, my little children, I am writing these things to you so that you will not sin. Okay. I just want you to catch that. I am writing to you these things so that you will not sin. First, he says, my little children. We've already talked about this. This is rather important. There are some teachers that think, well, this letter is written to agnostics. It's like, yeah, sure. Here's one of another 30 references that John makes to letting the, the people know in this letter how, how close he is to them. He's their, he's their papa in the, in the faith, and that would be very accurate for John. And so this is a beloved. This is we love you. We, you're great. We're fantastic. Now he's calling my little kids. It's like this is a very dear group to him. And then he writes, I'm writing these things. John, why are you writing this stuff? What's going on? So that you will not sin. Now, what we make a mistake in as Christians, there's a couple of things. And what we make a mistake in is thinking that our besetting sin is stronger than we are. Not true. Uh, then you, what you'll find out as you grow in your Christianity is that you might go through this, let's say, a slew of sins that the Lord helps you overcome, just to find out as you become more and more like Jesus that there's a second set behind that, and you have to go through that slew of sins, and then there's another set behind that, and you have to go through that slew of sins all the way up until you're completely done, which probably won't happen, but it can happen. There's no sin that you can't overcome through the power of Jesus Christ. Period. And the deeper in you go, and this is the only bummer about it, the deeper in you go in the faith, the more you realize, man, I am a mess and God is pure. Wow. And you start to understand that and walk in that process. But John is telling you, I'm writing you this stuff so that you do not sin. You do not have to sin. You are not required to obey sin. The greatest example of sin I think that anybody's ever taught has to do with sin being a trespasser on your property. Do you know that if a trespasser in in real estate law, and Ed Deb can answer this much better, and we've talked about it before, but in Arizona and different places, if somebody sits on your property for a certain amount of time and they're trespassing, but you don't remove them from the property, they can get a homestead for part of that property because you've never removed them from the property and you think well that seems completely unfair that's wrong yes but it's an excellent example what happens with sin it sits in your life and sits there and sits there and sits there and you don't remove it and then it seems like it takes up residency and then it starts to build out 
And what John is saying is, hey, this is a trespass. This is not this is not valid. These are poachers. You got to move these people out. You got to move. And so what he's saying is you got to move this sin out. You owe no you owe no obligation to sin. You are not required to sin. Sin is an entity that puts you at odds with God. It's something that's in within your nature. People say, well, I don't like original sin. It's not fair. And here's our answer. Tough, because you know you're a sinner, so just move on. You know you've sinned. Let's just move on to the next statement. And the statement is, through Jesus Christ, you owe sin nothing. Pay it nothing. Get it? Okay. Deb just texted me. Squatter's rights. That's what it's called. All right. We'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Today is have a bad day day. I don't I don't know. Have a bad day day. Somebody had to take the time to name a day a bad day. I, I, I don't know. I think it's also National Men's Day, so that kind of works. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, Play Monopoly Day is also a holiday that some people like. And then uh, World Toilet Day. Okay. I'm not even going to... Not, not, touch, not, not even close. Not even going to touch that. For those that want to know, this is the stuff I like. <laughs> this is what you get when you listen to the show. On this day in 1959, the Edsel was discontinued. That might be interesting. But this is what's fascinating. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and his friends premiered on this day in 1959. See, that... That's important. I hated that cartoon. Did you really hate Horrible. that cartoon? Okay. Horrible. I liked the cartoon. Uh, I always thought, you know, the Russians did it. Do you remember when they were going Natasha through Natasha whole- <laughs> yeah. and Boris. They were going through this whole thing with Donald Trump and that whole thing, and people kept dropping in these uh, memes with the, the- <laughs> It was so funny. I mean, it was some pretty funny stuff. Uh, and I will tell you one last thing, and we'll get into the teaching. We'll do trivia in the next segment. Uh, I will let you know that my wife and I got into a discussion l- last night. As we were watching television, as we were watching a show, while we're working on stuff together, and I don't have the answer, so I'm going to ask Wonder Julie. And if you call in for a trivia, you might be able to give us the answer. But we're watching a show, and in the show, there's all these people that are skydiving. And uh, uh, then the last guy goes, and uh, and I tried to say, well, it looks like he skydived. And then I was like, well, that doesn't sound right, skydived, because that's past tense. And then skydove. And then that didn't sound right. And then sky divin, that doesn't sound right. Uh, sky divid, that doesn't sound right. Sky div, jump out. I mean, what is the past tense of skydived? It just seems weird. It seems like it's a weird. Do you have any idea what it is? I don't know. I never would jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> It was one of those things we looked at each other and laughed because we're like, like, I don't even know the answer to this. My English is so bad. I can't even figure out how to give me the past tense. I mean, sky dove, (laughs) but it just seems like a weird word. Eh, Maybe it's me. Uh, That's what happens when uh, they, uh, you know, experiment with you when drugs, when you're like one year old. Try this on him. Try this on him. That was me. All right. Let's go into Romans chapter five, verse three. Poor, poor wonder Julie's going, what happened to you? Nothing. It's the same idiotic me. Hey, I leave you alone for one day, and the wheels come off. Yeah, the wheels. The wheels on the bus go round and round. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. 
where we offer up our first trivia question from the Old Testament. Who said, from the Old Testament, who said, my father has made trouble for the country? See how my eyes brightened when I tasted a little of this honey? I did that with a question mark ending, so I didn't do that very good. Let me try that again. See how my eyes brightened when I tasted a little of this honey? There, that's that that kind of thing. That's what, no, that didn't work either. All right. See how my eyes brightened when I tasted a little of this honey? Okay, that's better. Anyhow, who said that? It was the son of somebody very significant. Uh, this significant person uh, had said, no, 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 nobody can eat, nobody can eat, nobody can eat, do, do we finish this? And uh, this person's son said, oh, pfft, great plan there. Dad, great, great plan. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in 214-210-8483. And then additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we will do our DNA uh, I'm bummed a little bit because this is the last time we're going to do the show together because tomorrow I'm off and then back, uh, Chris will be back on Monday, right? No, he'll be back Tuesday, so we oh, have one oh, more yeah, day. Oh, we are doing Monday. Oh, that's yes. great. Okay, I'm glad. You see, I hope he's having a good time. He said he's going to see his you know, relatives, whatever. It's like, yeah, oh, he said he was going to go visit family. So. Yep, yep, that can be good. And or that, it could and, be bad. That could be bad. <laughs> okay, let's do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Daily is an every day spend time with the Lord. And you're thinking, well, listen to this show. Isn't that spending time with the Lord? No. It's great that it can encourage your faith, but this is a show. Time alone with the Lord is what Jesus did. He separated himself from everything and everyone, spent time with the Father in communion. That's drawing closer to the Lord daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, ever, 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 ever be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. No matter what the world says to you, it is irrelevant. I understand. I understand there's high-level academics that talk like this. It does not matter. It only matters what Jesus had to say. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that you are sensitive, aware of what the Lord may or may not want to do, just willing to be a vessel. Plus, you are in tune with how other people are doing and what's going on in their universe. It's, it is important. Your universe, but your little universe— is not the only universe, okay? That's kind of a nice way to say it. All right, here we go. And I'll give people a hint on this because I think some people have a little struggle on this particular trivia question. Who said, my father has made trouble for the country? See how my eyes brightened when I tasted a little of this honey? His father, ding, 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 was a king. Who was that who said that? If you think you know the answer, 972 Four four five zero seven seven zero, or text in 214-210-8483 or send an email david at he must increase.org. Let's go back to our text while we're going forward and people are responding to that. Here we are in that first John text. And it's really important for people to understand what's going on and what John is communicating. I don't want you to get the wrong idea, and I love that Deb uh, sent it and said it's squatters' rights uh, in the sense that when when we have sin in our lives and we don't deal with it and it just sits around, it's like squatters' rights, and eventually they they actually take take up more space, more more uh, of authority, more 
advancement within our own lives, and that's why we want to have sin eradicated. And Romans chapter 4, 5, 6, and 7, and 8 make it absolutely clear that we have no obligation to sin and that we are able, through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the blessing that came from our Heavenly Father, we can overcome sin no matter what it is. And I'm not just talking about some, oh, that's a pretty obvious sin. That one there. I'm talking about the ones that keep you away from the Lord, sometimes those unspoken fears that you're operating in a spirit of fear and not with any faith, all of those as well, you can overcome all of that when you're sitting there doing the worst thing that has happened to society in regards to the internet, I'll I'll just say this, is the self-diagnosis that takes place now when people don't feel well, they go on the internet, what do they do? And they type in all their symptoms and they tell you they just done research and now they know what the disease is. And it's just like, You see, your doctor went to medical school for like, you know, 10 years to learn that. You're not going to get that 10 years of knowledge in 10 seconds on Google. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. The idea is you have to uh, be aware of that kind of uh, fear opportunity that people fall into. And they do fall into that. They, They hear about something. They type it in. Oh, my leg hurts. They type in leg hurts. You have leg is going to disappear syndrome. It's like, stop doing that. You're not a doctor. Go to a doctor if you need a doctor. I mean, that's the blessing that that medicine gives us, right? And so what we're going to do is we're going to take this caller, and then we're going to come back and show you the next thing that John says because he wants us to be on top of this. But let's get the caller so they can answer the trivia question. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. It's your friend. Hey, how you doing, Samson? What's going on, brother? Hey, uh, actually, I need an encouragement, I guess, uh, uh, because I've been very discouraged and, so you've and been, in a way I'm crying <laughs> before the Lord. Uh, you've been down in the yeah. dumps? Well, I, I mean, uh, first I hesitant to even calling to asking for prayer. It seems like, oh, every time I call you, I need a prayer, <laughs> some kind of thing. But then I felt like I need to call and uh, some Christian brother and sister to stand with me to Amen. That I'll find some encouragement. Well, first of yeah, all, because yeah, on never... day we received a, a letter from the mortgage company and they said, oh, something with your escrow and now you are sh- behind 6000 something dollar behind us. So out of blue, I said, what? Well, let, let's do I this. Mean... We're going to, let me tell you something. First of all, never be discouraged, <laughs> never be discouraged. To, to call and to ask for help, okay? There's zero wrong with that. No matter how many times you call in, that doesn't matter. I'm going to make you answer the trivia question first, and then I'm going to encourage you and pray for you, okay? Yeah, well, There's, I can give you the answer for trivia question. Go ahead and give me the answer because we got we got to clear the deck on that one. Who was the, <laughs> yeah. Whose dad said, yeah, my fa- who's, who said, my father's made trouble for the country, See how my eyes brightened when I tasted a little of this honey. Who said that? Who's who said that about his dad? Do you want me to give a straight shot? Or yeah, give, you a give me a straight one? shot so I can encourage you. Do a straight shot. <laughs> okay, it was Jonathan. Jonathan is correct. <laughs> Talking about his dad, King Saul, going. What did he do? All right, now let's talk about the situation that happened. So. Things things come into all of our lives, and not all of them are are good or, oh, boy, I want to dance all around that, okay? Let's do a couple of real honest Christian things. One, 
That has nothing to do with your Christianity or your eternity in the context of when that happens, it doesn't mean God's displeased with you. That's the problem that a lot of us take on is, oh, this is difficult. God must be mad. He's not mad at you because the trial comes your way. What he, what he does expect from you is a certain amount of trust, an underlying trust that says, you know, I don't like this. I'm not comfortable with it. It does bother me a lot. But this bottom line, Lord, is somehow you're going to turn this whole situation around where something good is going to come of this because you've made me that promise that you will intricately weave all the events that take place in my life to bring something out of it that will be a blessing. It might not feel like a blessing like you're going through it. It might not give you that encouragement to dance on streets of gold in your mind, but it will get there. And that's the part that we have to more focus on or put more energy to, and even if yeah. it feels rough. And you know what? That's the problem. It yes. feels rough. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, I'm praying and I'm leaning on First Peter 5, 7, like I'm just giving my cares to him because I've said, Lord, is it is too much at this time right now for me. But that's a perfect yeah. prayer. That's so honest. You see, that's yeah. that's a great and honest prayer. Remember in Psalm 105 and then Psalm 107, it talks about them being people being at the end of their ropes. And that's what it feels like at times that you're at the end of you ever felt that way? You're like, I'm at the end of my rope. I got nothing left here. I need some help. But that's <clears throat> where the Lord sometimes the Lord allows people to get to that point for his purposes. He will pull out of that. Does that mean it's all gonna be flowers and, and candy apples? No. But he knows you're there, Samson. He knows you're at that point where I got nothing. I mean, this rope is all I got, Lord. I'm hanging on to the knot, and my hands are slipping. And if you don't help me, I'm going to die. And you just you, That honesty is exactly what you should express. It's not a, expressing a lack of faith. It's being honest with God about your circumstance. What the church has f kind of failed in doing, and we've all failed in doing this, is recognizing he's our dad. You can come to him and say that. And he knows it. He won't let you drown. That's his commitment. Yummy? Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you so very much. Yeah, that's why I felt like very strongly just call without <laughs> having a shyness and a hesitation because I, I need an encouragement. Well, let, let's pray over that. and Let's ask God to seal it by the power of the Holy Spirit, okay? Amen. Yes, sir. Father, we come before you right now, lift up our brother to you. And it's not just him, and there's a lot of people that are listening, and they feel exactly that way. They're, they feel like they're at the end of their rope, and you know exactly where they're at. And we are asking you to bring them to a place where you put their feet on a rock and put a new song of deliverance in their mouths that they can glorify you. Let them be even more focused on you, trusting you that you have not forgotten them, nor will you abandon them, nor do you despise them. But you love them, and you are going to help him and others through this by your grace and by your mercy, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Amen, brother. You know how much we love you, and you know that no matter what the enemy says, you stand by the truth, and you don't let the power of the lie 
strip you of the grace and the joy. There's a great scripture in Philippians 1.25 where Paul said, Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. And you just ask, Lord, I need my joy in my faith. Please give that to me. That's what Amen. you want. All right? All right, my brother. All right. Well, thank you, David. I love you in the Lord, brother. Oh, okay. Love you, too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, folks. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life, it feels like I've been this KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Do you think it's been, organizational leadership has been a good thing for church leaders? Well, it, oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a penetrating question. The answer is very simple. If used correctly to add value to people and serve others, it's a good thing. If used incorrectly, it's not a good thing. And, uh, you know, when people talk about everything rises and falls on leadership, I teach them often that it rises, but it also falls. And, and nothing is better than for people to have a good leader, and nothing's worse than for people to have a bad leader. And the, to me, what, what makes servant leadership work is this. Most leaders put themselves first before their people. And so it is a me uh, motivation as far as leading. What's in it for me? Uh, I, I travel internationally with my uh, company, Equip. And, and uh, in fact, I'll, I'll leave Sunday for Guatemala. In fact, I'll be meeting next week with the president and the cabinet of Guatemala. And when I'm, when I'm with these leaders alone, David, alone, I mean, no, no handlers, no media, nothing, but just alone, the question I ask them, which is, I think, the true servant leadership question is, Will the people be at, better off after you've served your term as a leader than they were before you got there? Wow. And, and I think that's – and when the answer is yes, you have been a good leader, it has been a good thing. Organizational leadership, good thing. When the answer is no, bad leader, bad thing. 